It's time for Money for Lunch, where we feed your brain and your business with supersized portions of business and financial news. Now your host, Bert Martinez. Welcome back to Money for Lunch. So excited that you're here. It's still kind of a weird time, right? We are uh, reopening our cities. Our, uh, the U.S. is is now uh, grappling, I guess, with reopening and getting the economy restarted. And there are still millions of people that are unemployed. People are predicting that uh, there's still going to be a few million that are going to still be laid off because you can't turn on and off the economy uh, and have instant results, right? It just there's that that ramp up that ramp up period. Uh, a lot of chains are still not open, and they're waiting uh, cautiously, waiting another week, sometimes two. Um, the movie industry. One of the challenges that they're having is simply uh, they don't have any films to show because everything was postponed, delayed, or can't. Uh, yeah, I guess postponed or delayed uh, until better times. Um, a few movies I think might have been canceled, but it's still weird times. So, what's the point? You're saying, Bert? Yeah, I know this. I'm living it. All right. So here's the point. The point is, we, you and I, are stronger than the COVID virus, right? We're stronger than all the crap that we're going through. Is it hard? Yes. Is it going to hurt? Yeah, it's going to hurt. But we have to remember that uh, we are stronger, right? Uh, That we can overcome obstacles, that we were created to succeed, and so we will overcome this. All right, well, let's get this party started. Um, I'm excited to have Francis Jackson on the show. Francis Jackson is an attorney who specializes in social uh, – With I'm sorry, specializes in disability benefits, both with Social Security and with veterans' disability. Um, I apologize because my teleprompter is – blanking out on me. <laughs> and uh, anyway, so the great thing that I enjoy about having Francis Jackson on the show is that he understands what it is to deal with something that takes months or years to overcome, right? So besides being an attorney who specializes in disability benefits and veterans' disability benefits, he's also been featured in Cambridge's Who's Who's been quoted in USA Today. He's been featured on Fox News, CBS, ABC, and NBC affiliates across the country. He uh, is a best-selling author for his contribution to the book Protect and Defend. And in 2017, he was also inducted into America's most trusted lawyers for his activity or for his skill as a disability attorney. Francis Jackson, welcome back to Money for Lunch. Thanks so much, Bert. It's always a pleasure to be with you. It's always good to have you on the show. And, and I want to kind of visit something uh, that we have talked about in the past, and that is Agent, uh, Agent Orange, Agent Orange um, 
And let's talk about this. Um, regarding veterans, uh, we still hear a lot of talk about Agent Orange. Um, so let's start with the basic. Why don't you kind of explain to our audience what is Agent Orange? Sure, Bert. Agent Orange is an herbicide designed to kill vegetation. Um, Dow Chemical folks uh, uh, came up with it back in the 60s, and it was primarily used in Vietnam. There were literally millions of gallons of Agent Orange dropped uh, to kill vegetation uh, throughout uh, Vietnam, and as a result, um, virtually all the American troops in Vietnam were exposed to uh, the uh, Agent Orange and, and its constituent chemicals. The, the, uh, the part for our purposes is that this is a whole mix of chemicals, but one of the primary chemical components is a chemical called dioxin. And one of the things that uh, is a factor in why we're still talking about Agent Orange today, given that primarily used back in the early 60s, is that the effects of Agent Orange are such that it takes years and years and years after exposure for symptoms um, to develop into a, an observable um, medical problem. So you're, you're even now having people developing medical problems that were started by exposure to Agent Orange Know, 50 years ago or more. Yeah, that's incredible. And uh, I want to talk about, uh, for those who, again, are, are, are listening to the first, or hearing this for the first time, but I want to talk about how did our servicemen and women get exposed to this very toxic Agent Orange? Well, you know, that's actually more complicated than, than it might sound, Bert. The, the VA admits, uh, and the, the Armed Forces admit, that they sprayed an, an awful lot of uh, Asian Orange in Vietnam, and they sprayed it at the DMZ in Korea. But mm. it's taken years to get them to admit that they also used it in the U.S. in Arkansas, in Florida, in Indiana, in Maryland, in Mississippi, Montana, New York, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, and they spread around the world in places like Canada, Cambodia, India, Laos, Thailand. Um, they, they still don't admit to spraying it all over Guam and, and Okinawa, but they did. Uh, it's, it's pretty clear that, uh, that, that, uh, that they did. Um, and up until very recently, one of the reasons why there's so much talk about Asian Orange right now is that uh, up until very recently, the uh, VA and the military refused to concede that folks stationed off the coast of Vietnam on Navy ships were exposed to it, even though uh, they clearly were. So that has now finally been resolved so that uh, in the last year, well, really in the last six months, um, veterans who served in the Navy and have Agent Orange-related conditions, all the kinds of conditions, um, and now make a claim for veterans' disability benefits based on their exposure to Agent Orange 
on ships off the coast of Vietnam. So you know, I am blown away. I'm sorry, go ahead. I just said that's how people got exposed. I'm just sitting here because, you know, uh, you and I have been talking about different uh, issues in the veterans communities for, for several years, and this is the first time I've ever heard of Agent Orange being used domestically. And it has to, you know, it, it just blows me away, and I don't want to take up a whole lot of time with, with that particular uh, topic, but I do want to talk about in your law firm when you when you're dealing with these roadblocks when when you have let's say clear and convincing evidence that hey you guys did in fact use ancient orange in guam or you know in florida or whatever and then you have a you have our own government saying no we didn't no we didn't that's got to be extremely frustrating because this is this is this is a hard process when they do admit it Yes, it, it is real frustrating, Bert. And you know, it's it's interesting. Um, the the uh, key to this thing is the government's own records, and uh, periodically, you know, we're able to locate more records that show, yep, they used it here, they used it there. Um, in fact, uh, the reason that you can tell that they used it on Guam and Okinawa is that uh, there are incredible levels of, uh, of dioxin in the groundwater there and, and that stuff couldn't have come from anywhere else. So I mean, we can we can prove it and, and, and the reason that, that we know about that is that the uh, Environmental Protection Agency has has been called in uh, like at Camp Edwards to uh, Camp Andrews, I mean, to uh, to look at uh, uh, the, uh, the uh, effects on the uh, on the on the uh, local uh, soil and, and water and so on and you know when you when you get a huge buildup of dioxin some ways someplace that it doesn't exist naturally uh, you can you can prove that it necessarily had to come from exposure to Asian orange but as I said even now uh, there there is currently uh, uh, a an attempt by the congressman who represents Hawaii and Guam and Okinawa and so on uh, to uh, to get the VA to own up that in fact uh, there was a ton of Agent Orange used as an herbicide there. So that that stuff is still ongoing. And I mean, how many years are we now from the early 60s? It's, it's a long ways out, but it's still uh, still uh, an ongoing process getting to uh, to prove where the stuff was used. Yeah, that that it just blows me away. It blows me away that that again our brave men and women they put themselves on the line and then you know, our government turns their back on them, right? And cuz it's essentially what they're doing. And what you said, you know, just uh infuriates me because you know, it's you know, anyway, I I don't want to take up a whole lot of time with that because that you know, I don't want to go into a big rant, but it's just it's just too bad. But again, grateful for people like yourself and your law firm there at Jackson McNichol and, and you guys can can check out also veteransbenefits.com, veteransbenefits.com. If you have questions about Orange uh, Agent Orange or any other 
questions that you might have about disabilities, you guys can check that out. But it's just it just you know rattles you to the core, and it's it's so friggin' frustrating. All right, so let's talk about this. Um, besides besides uh, some of the stuff that you talked about, uh, uh, as far as uh, you know, it takes a while for these uh, effects or, or or defects to show up. Um, what what are some of the other things that the uh, veterans community is talking about in regards to Agent Orange, uh, some of the diseases or things of that nature? Sure. Well, Agent Orange has been shown to, uh, or exposure to Agent Orange has been shown to be closely associated with developing a whole bunch of medical conditions. But um, some of the more common ones are diabetes, um, a bunch of different cancers. Uh, dioxin is a is a terrible chemical. It does bad things to you. And, and uh, some of the cancers that uh, develop are um, uh, leukemia, Hodgkin's disease, multiple myeloma, prostate cancer, all the respiratory cancers. You know, lungs, uh, um, larynx, trachea, um, and soft uh, soft tissue sarcomas. Uh, it also causes uh, non-cancerous conditions like uh, amyloidosis, uh, uh, heart disease, Parkinson's, uh, peripheral neuropathy, which is the, the numbness in the in the hands and feet, um, and the, uh, one of the more frustrating manifestations of age is that for men that were exposed to it, children frequently develop a, a condition called spina bifida, which is a, a essentially a disconnection in the spine. Um, and women that were exposed, uh, primarily those who were nurses in, in Vietnam, uh, a whole host of birth defects. So um, those those are all the uh, kind of recognized uh, problems for it. Now, in addition to the ones that, that I've just mentioned that are recognized, um, there is now medical evidence from uh, the uh, from the National Institute of Health showing that uh, bladder cancer is uh, is closely related to exposure to Agent Orange. Hypertension is closely related to exposure to Agent Orange, and there's a, a strange syndrome which they they refer to as Parkinson-like symptoms um, because it doesn't have all the true characteristics of Parkinson's. It doesn't have some of the, the diag diagnostic markers, if you will, of Parkinson's, but it has similar effects. Um, and so those are all on the table for um, the government to adopt as conditions presumptively related, related to uh, exposure to Agent Orange. But they haven't done it, and it doesn't look like they're going to. Um, Secretary Wilkie is, is uh, on his desk since the day he became secretary. Uh, secretary Shulkin, his predecessor, had submitted these to the White House for approval as conditions to be presumed related to exposure to Agent Orange, and the White House uh, just hasn't done it, and it looks like that's about money. And the reason that I, I say that in particular is that Hypertension is a very common disease among veterans, um, regardless of, uh, of exposure to Agent Orange. But it is 
even more common among those exposed to Agent Orange. And because it's so widespread, the government is very concerned, it appears, about the cost of acknowledging that as a condition presumed to be arising from Agent Orange exposure because magnify the, the volume of benefits that they have to pay out. It's, uh, it's similar to the big fight that uh, was had over recognizing benefits for Navy veterans. That almost uh, went through uh, the House and Senate several different times, but each time uh, the Republicans in the Senate, uh, by a, a fairly narrow number, blocked that um, because uh, of the cost. And, you know, as, as you know, uh, a lot of folks in the government are, are unhappy about proportion of the government budget that is um, devoted to things like Social Security, Social Security Disability, VA benefits, and other um, spending that is is really out of the control of the House and Senate. It's, it's really a, a fixed amount that they have to come up with money for every year. And they don't like increasing it. So that's, that's, a, that's been a big issue. And hypertension seems to be the one that's, that's hanging up the this current group of, of presumptions. But uh, I mean, go on about that, but it's, it is, to use your comment earlier, frustrating. Yeah, it has to be incredibly frustrating, uh, very discouraging. Uh, you and I have talked about some of your cases taking 20 years and, and things of that nature. Let me ask you this. Are there any special rules for exposure to this Agent Orange? Yes, Bert, there are. Um, one special rule is that if you served in the Republic of, of Vietnam between January 9th of 62 and May 7th of 1975, you are presumed to have been exposed to Agent Orange. And because you are presumed to have been exposed, uh, if you show that you have any of these diseases that I talked about as presumptions, uh, leukemia, Hodgkin's disease, respiratory cancers, uh, uh, heart disease, ischemic heart disease, and so on. Um, the VA, uh, on on proof that you have the disease and served in Vietnam, either on land or now on the ships offshore, uh, the VA will pay you the benefits for that disability. Now, that's that's a big deal because it means you don't have to show that your um, particular condition, your ischemic heart disease, for example, was in fact caused by um, exposure to Agent Orange. Now, that's only for, as we talked about, people who served uh, in Vietnam or on the DMZ in Korea um, in the uh, in the period between September 167 and August 31st of 71. But there is a a second route, if you will, and for example, uh, we've been successful in using this for diseases like stomach cancer. Uh, you can prove by submitting medical evidence, uh, medical journal articles, opinions by specialists, and so on, that if you were exposed to Agent Orange, then you should be entitled to service connection for certain other diseases, primarily cancers, but um, the one the one we've uh, seem to have uh, run into the most has been stomach cancer. Uh, 
and we've been able to get service connection for that. Um, now the other the other kind of piece of this, you heard me list a whole bunch of places where Agent Orange has been sprayed. So if the Agent Orange that you were exposed to was not in Vietnam or not in uh, Korea between 9167 and 831.71, then you have to prove that your exposure to Agent Orange in fact caused your particular medical problem, whether it's lung cancer or uh, leukemia or whatever it may be. And so there is a very large number of Agent Orange cases uh, for folks who served at the uh, Royal Air Force bases in Thailand, lots of our uh, Air Force folks were stationed in Thailand during the Vietnam War and were exposed to Agent Orange, but the VA does not automatically presume that those folks were exposed. So for them, they have to show that A, there was exposure, and then B, uh, medically that Agent Orange is the likely cause of their current uh, current problem. So it's um, you know that's those are the special rules basically. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, so let me ask you this then: What happens to a veteran who doesn't have this presumptive rule? What what about them? What do they have to do? Those are the folks that have to prove that their condition was caused by Agent Orange. And we, we've had, um, well, there's some, there's some interesting cases. Um, I, I didn't mention, uh, but there is actually now a presumption that um, folks who uh, worked with the airplanes that were used in Vietnam to spray um, Agent Orange C-123s, um, Folks that, that served on those planes, used those planes, up until the uh, 1990s um, were exposed because the, the dioxin uh, so permeated those planes that cleaning them didn't make any difference. There was a, uh, a study that showed that the Air Force reservists who were trained on those planes for 20 years afterwards um, came down with all these Agent Orange-related conditions. This stuff just doesn't go away. So we, we had one interesting case that we just won at the court, got, uh, got sent back for a new hearing. Here, our client explained that he never served in Vietnam, but he handled equipment that came back from Vietnam. And he uh, got exposed in that fashion. And we got a nice opinion from a, a medical expert explaining uh, that the most likely source of his, uh, most likely cause, excuse me, of his uh, illness uh, was in fact his his exposure to all this uh, all this equipment because this dioxin is a is a bad chemical it just doesn't go away easily and so um, that's what you have to do when uh, when you don't qualify for the presumption you have to show by um, factual and medical proof that, A, you were exposed to the, 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 the dioxin with an orange, and then you have to show that medically that's, uh, 
likely is not the cause of your current medical condition. Yeah, that's uh, you know, that's, uh, you know what a, what a, what a uh, a pain in the butt to prove, and I imagine because we're dealing with both the government and the law that this is not necessarily a very speedy thing to do. Even if you have tons of, you know, what do you call it, witnesses and documentation, getting a, getting a, a what do you call it, a second hearing or getting yes, we agree that this is, uh, you know, that you were exposed to, to Agent, Agent Orange. It's, it's not an easy overnight kind of thing. This takes several years, if even on a fast basis, right? Unfortunately, yes, Bert. For, for the folks that don't qualify for the presumption, um, typically it's it's a it's a fight. It's it's uh, it's an extended uh, uh, period of, of uh, you know working on the on the claim. Sure. All right. So let me ask you this, because I know that again, you and I have talked about the fact that uh, when it comes to filing your your veterans benefits claims uh, that uh, the government uh, wants their veterans to do it by themselves. They're not allowed to have any help at that point. What about with this Agent Orange claim? Do veterans qualify for help? Do they need help? What's your take? Well, it it, it really, you know, Bert, it, it's, it's like any legal answer, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the bottom line is this: um, if if you have a nice clear-cut case where you served on the ground in Vietnam, or now um, in this last year uh, on the ships off the Vietnam coast, um, and you have one of these presumptive diseases, then probably that's going to go through pretty smoothly. The the VA is now geared up and, and is taking care of those cases pretty well. Um, but uh, if you uh, either have a condition, um, just as an example, stomach cancer, that doesn't fall on the presumptive list, or you didn't serve in Vietnam or, or in Korea during the, the time that they, uh, they've specified, then you're probably going to need help. For example, we have a, a case that I'm working on right now where uh, the veteran that we're representing did serve in Korea, but it was slightly after uh, the August 31st, 1971 cutoff that the VA uses. So we have to get an, an opinion from an expert on chemical uh, exposure, explaining why there was still enough of this stuff around to uh, have caused his problems, uh, despite the fact that it's beyond the scope of the presumption. And, you know, those are the kinds of cases that people have trouble with and, and that uh, people often need help on. You know, usually winning those cases takes an expert medical opinion, and, you know, those don't grow on trees. People have to not only know what kind of an opinion they need and uh, what the topic is, but they also have to find um, someone within specialty community that's familiar with this particular uh, problem and with how it affects people and is willing to write a report about it. And, you know, those folks are, are not easy to find. Luckily, I've been doing this for some 40 years now, and 
we've got a, a pretty good handle on who the specialists are and where they are and can find in the right specialty when we need one. But it's, uh, it is, as you said, slow and often frustrating. And, you know, it's really very discouraging for uh, a lot of folks who, as young people went out and, and risked their lives to, uh, to do what they thought was the right thing. Sure, absolutely, uh, and, and and you know it's just it's just unfortunately unfortunate that uh, you know that they have to go through this, uh, and, and that's why I am grateful. I know this sounds kind of cheesy. I'm grateful for people like you, and your law firm, and other law firms that represent our veterans that that pick up the good fight and make sure that the government keeps its promises because you know. If you don't hold them accountable, even more of our veterans would slip through their fingers. Sadly, that's true, Bert. All right. So, uh, Francis, we're out of time. I want to say thank you so much uh, for stopping by. I am blown away by the update on Ancient Orange because I, you know, I thought it was taken care of, but it sounds like this is going to be ongoing because it seems like there's, you know, uh, it, the shelf life seems like it's uh, it's it's a long shelf life and there's just a bunch of places that the government did not disclose it was being used uh used on or used for and so i'm grateful for you stopping by and giving us an update well thanks so much Bert. and i i have to say that uh, my heart really goes out to some of these folks who have uh, had genetic problems with their children it's 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 just uh, that's really sad uh, that's i think probably that the worst of this whole Agent Orange mess. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's one thing, it's one thing as an adult, uh, it's a completely different thing when it's your child or, or you know, your, your, yeah, your child, your grandchild, whatever. That's just, it just makes it that much harder. And, and hopefully our government will uh, loosen the purse strings because one of the things that you said is you think, hey, it's about the money. It absolutely is about the money. Because you know that if it didn't cost our government anything, they would have had a big ceremony opening up the floodgates. Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, we did it here, we did it there, we, you know, hold us responsible. Oh, it's going to cost us money? Wait a minute. Well, wait a minute. Hold on. And uh, it's just one of those terrible things. But uh, like I said, I'm grateful for uh, your, the, the, your team there at VeteransBenefits.com and, and uh, looking forward to having you back again soon. Thanks, Bernard. It's always a pleasure to be with you. All righty. Good stuff there from attorney Francis Jackson. This is just an incredible ongoing story that um, uh, everybody needs to be aware of. Uh, look, if you know of somebody is was a veteran, is a veteran, I'm sorry, is a veteran, somebody that maybe is currently serving, Find out where they're served at. Don't let them suffer in, sil in silence. If they're having symptoms they can't explain, maybe it is ancient orange that is triggering that. Maybe it's something else and they need a second opinion. Either way, go to veteransbenefits.com. Check out Francis Jackson and his team. It costs you nothing. It costs them nothing to just have a conversation and see if there is something there. Maybe their, their, their claim has been denied. That doesn't mean anything. Francis Jackson and his team at VeteransBenefits.com literally are miracle workers. I'm telling you, they've had cases that have lasted 20 years. These guys are in it for the long term. They fight the good fight. 
Let's share this episode with everyone you know. Let's help as many people as we can to get to, to just hold our government accountable and make them keep their promises to our brave men and women. Remember, you were created to succeed. Tune in Monday through Friday here on Money for Lunch. And check out our website at moneyforlunch.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.